everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover You podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over a thousand homes per year. In today's episode, we're diving into building a marketing-based real estate business and how to master online marketing and social media channels. Jeff is joined on stage by Greg Erlinger, who has done a fabulous job building a business that's driven solely by marketing. Now, let's hear from Jeff and Greg. I'm going to bring up a gentleman on the stage who is someone that I've admired for a long time. And uh, he and his partner in their business have absolutely done a fabulous job with building a business primarily based on marketing, and today, a lot of that being social media marketing. And so, for the next, I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes or so, we're gonna do a deep dive and have a discussion around their marketing plan and their marketing strategies. And what I love about this is that you have two people that are, for the most part, you know, known for marketing in their states, respectively, in their respective states, uh, when it comes to you know mass social media online and so forth, and so you're going to be hearing a, a great that we decided to keep this lighthearted and turn it into more of a conversation than an actual presentation. So I think what's beneficial to you guys, and that was done intentionally because what'll happen is the banter, the conversation will cause us to think of things that we're doing that maybe didn't make it into my notes or things that this particular gentleman is doing that maybe he hasn't ever shared before and it's just something that came to mind. So this particular gentleman, somebody I've known for a while now, in fact, probably close to 10 years, and he is part of and is the co-founder of the number one real estate team in Ohio of all brands. I mean, what I love about this particular person is we have battled back and forth of number one this, number one that, they beat us, they, you know, we beat them, whatever. And so it's, a very, it's going to be a very healthy conversation based around marketing. So please do me a favor and join me in welcoming to the stage, Mr. Greg All right, Greg, so if I'm in the audience, before I hear what you have to say about marketing, I probably want to know why I should listen to you. So can you start off with, while I take a swig of water, just take it away and share, kind of give us the background. What did you do before real estate? When did you get into real estate? You know, we'll talk a little bit about how you guys became number one in the state, which I think is pretty cool. And obviously, we're mostly talking about marketing today, but tell us a little bit about your background. All right. uh, Thanks. Excited to be here. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Uh, Grew up in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, graduated from Ohio University in communications and marketing. Went to corporate America for 10 years, quickly found out I'm not a good employee. Sorry, Jeff. Um, I'm actually a better independent contractor and uh, rolled into real estate after buying some uh, investment properties. Found out that uh, true wealth creation and development can happen through real estate. Very passionate about it. Leaned into that. And... uh, First year in real estate was uh, in 2004, sold 8.6 million, um, RAS Media's Realtor on the Rise kind of thing. And uh, the way I did that, not knowing anyone in Cleveland, Ohio, right? I grew up in Columbus, so I didn't know anyone in Cleveland. I, I leaned into uh, internet, and that was my background at AT&T. I, I sold data networking for 10 years. And I uh, used the internet to kind of jump ahead of competitors, build a business, uh, more business than we could I could handle. Mm-hmm. Um, found out my passion was innovation and, and Um, uh, really uh, attracting business through marketing, so much business that in order to keep a high-level quality service that we we quickly realized we had to start growing and leveraging and growing a team so that we could keep the high level of service. And when I say we, that's my business partner, Mike Zanicola. How did you meet Mike? So we were at uh, a large real estate convention for our company, Mm -hmm. and a gentleman on stage said, uh, you know, in your business, if you have weaknesses, admit that you have the weaknesses and hire your weakness. Well, Mike and I had worked together for about three to four years at a different brokerage uh, on a large commercial, commercial opportunities mm-hmm. and realized that we complemented each other very, very well. So he has his law degree from uh, Ohio State University. Mm-hmm. And um, I just did that for y'all. Yeah, listen. Uh, scoreboard. Said, and I scoreboard said, is my response to that. Okay, yeah. Most right. winningest team of all of college football. Go Fan, ahead. Fantastic. But yeah. Go blue. OH. Anyway, all right. 
All right. We're past all that. We had to do it at least once. All right. So he oh, and I worked. No, there will be more. He, he, he worked. Uh, he and I worked out really, really uh, well together. It allowed me to do what I love, which was the marketing and the front end and the innovations. Uh, whereas when the, say some of the challenges came in on the, on the tactical, like the, the daily um, challenges, uh, he really you know, uh, mentors and, and works with the agents on the team to help them. So you were kind of the idea guy, the marketing guy, and he was kind of the, the support, the operations. And, and I, I would limit that to just like the marketing innovations. Mm -hmm. I mean, marketing innovations forward, I get bored real fast. Mm -hmm. Like I want to get into something new. Yep. I, want to, I want to command it, I want to win it, and then I want to move to the next mm -hmm. opportunity, the next thing that's uh, coming, down, coming so down the pike. What I think is fascinating about that is, and it's something that a lot of agents struggle with in the business. You basically said, I'm going to take a 50% pay cut to get into business with someone that's going to help me grow further. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you were doing pretty well on your own. Yep. And, you know, we've got a lot of solo agents in the room who are doing well on their own. And not that this is anything encouraging a solo agent to join a team or anything like that. But I, I think it's pretty fascinating as a business person because most real estate agents think like salespeople. Business people think about bottom line, what's my not profit, how can I grow further? So you weren't thinking, like, what's my split going to be? Because you, you knew getting into that kind of a partnership, you know, you're, you're instantly going from uh, 70, 80, or 90, or 100% down to 50-50. Right. And so why did you make the decision to do that? Well, to your, I guess, naturally having, a, having an abundant mindset, understanding that the flip side of that is now I get to double my abilities. Bingo. Like that. I can so your bottom line can actually be higher in a situation where you're taking a lower split, yeah. right? And I think a lot of agents battle with that because it's, where can I get the best split? Where can I get the best split? Yeah. You shouldn't be asking that question. Where can I get the best bottom line, A, and B, create an unreal life for myself, right? right? And I think you, before we had even met or you even knew about the live unreal concept, you did that yep. because I watched you grow and, and create that unreal life for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a good life, but yeah. You so talk to me a little bit about how you evolved in terms of, all right, Greg's the marketing guy. Mm -hmm. You know, what are, what are some things that you guys implemented and um, what are some things that you're working on now? Like just, just sure. give us some ideas and things that are important to you in your business. And before we do that, can you share, I know we said number one in Ohio, which is cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. You deserve recognition for that. Five years in a row. <laughs> uh, can you share with us, um, is, is Michael Kame still here? Because he's probably chasing you. Can you no, share with Michael. us? No, I Michael. He's fantastic. Yeah, he is. Can you share with us um, what that looks like in terms of units and volume? Uh, volume, uh, let's see. We, well, units, we did 1,345 units uh, last year. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt's coach, Matt Sutter, likes to say 1,200. You'll hear him say that often just to get under my skin because uh, he's like cutting out 145 families anyway. And then volume, uh, volume we did eight, well, that's GCI. GCI we did 7.2 million in gross commission income. Mm -hmm. And then volume, 310 million. Awesome. Come on. That's huge. That's huge. Um, and, um, you know, and that's, and that's not just. By the way, I was, I was saying, I was telling a group the other day that, you know, my long-term passion, and I mean this, is, is to become the governor of the state of Michigan. That is my long-term like retirement goal. And there we go, thank you. Um, nice. I already got my first vote. Um, and so just, I'm, you know, just so that way I can maintain my real estate business, I'm gonna build a wall between Michigan and Ohio. Nice. So that way Erlinger and his team can't come to Michigan. So, but and I'm gonna get Ohio to pay for it. All right. <laughs> do, we, do we get Toledo or are you taking Toledo? We're taking Toledo back. Okay, you can right, have the all UP. Right. All right. <laughs> so um, awesome numbers. Congratulations yep, to both you, you guys and, of course, your team. So uh, talk to me about some of the marketing things that you've implemented okay. through the years that have helped you guys grow. Because I've watched you go from 500 units to 700 to 900 to 1,000, 1,100, now 1,300-plus. Yeah. So what, what have you guys implemented along the way that's helped you guys grow? Right, and I think I, think I just naturally fell into a marketing-based business. So there's prospecting-based, there's personality-based, there's marketing-based, as you talk about. And marketing-based is really what we did. And, and what, what that is is... Um, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of cold calling. This is a little blasphemy, so I apologize for that. Yeah. But I wasn't, I wasn't a fan. I'm a high Most I, people aren't. I mean, we're not, we don't wake up every day and say, oh, my God, I can't wait to cold call. Yeah. Right? Uh, so that, that's okay, right? There's nothing yeah. wrong with having that mentality. And, of course, that's why we coach a lot of agents through that, right? Yeah. So, 
So I love pain avoidance. So if there's a way that I can avoid pain, I'll find a way. And I think I found, uh, you know, there's there's no better way than prospecting. Mm -hmm. And um, what that was when I first started was what we call hyperlocal niche website, right? Let's let's use some long tails. And what I mean by that is instead of uh, homes for sale in Cleveland, uh, downtown condos for sale in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. So master that, master that. And that's part. because it's cheaper. Cheaper, and, and nobody they'll show up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, so so created one that worked and kept creating. I have 22 hyperlocal niche websites. So uh, those websites just have contact us forms, and those leads started coming in. So many of them started coming in. Um, then we started to work on leverage, mm -hmm. like start growing the team to handle it. Um, I have actually talked to a couple people at this retreat talking about one of the challenges they have if they're honest with themselves is there are things falling into the trash can or there's follow-ups that they're not really doing, right? And um, so we realized we were having that challenge too. So we started to leverage, grow our team, and continue to give the high level of service to the folks that were calling in on those, those, those sites. Now those sites, what I wanna point out, like what Jeff talked about earlier, is solving a problem. And the problem is if you move to a city, for example, you might drive through the downtown, but you don't know which one's an apartment building, which one's a condo. You don't know what the amenities are. Currently, if nothing's for sale in a condo downtown of whatever city you live in, you have no ability to educate yourself on it. Everybody wants to educate themselves online, but there's no information because Zillow and Truly and those guys are typically going to throw stuff out there that's currently for sale. There's a three bedroom currently for sale. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to know about, like in Columbus, Ohio, there's a place called Buggy Works. It has like beautiful brick. It's like, you know, a finished urban condo. And um, you'd have no way of knowing it even exists but for this website. So the problem was information. So providing information that was tangible, valuable, and I already understood from working with buyers that I listened to them and that's what they wish they knew. Mm -hmm. So in, if there's only two condos in downtown Columbus, Ohio, you go on Zillow, you're only gonna learn about two different condo developments, even though there's 58 to choose from. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? That Hopefully makes sense. that's helpful yep. or valuable. Yep. So you probably didn't start with that though. If I'm in the audience and I'm thinking, okay, Big budget or no budget, where would, I, where would I start? You know, you're hearing, obviously, most of today we've talked about marketing. You've been around it for, for years. You've been in it. You've coached agents through it. Yep. Where, where would you start? Well, hopefully you guys can pick up that I'm pretty passionate about marketing. I'm unapologetic and passionate about it. So you want to start with what you're truly passionate about. Um, I had a great conversation on my breakout yesterday. Um, somebody brought up the fact like, hey, um, sh you know, be the mayor of my city or, or talk about the city. And my question to them was, do you really love your city deeply or do you just like it? Right. And even in uh, today, we we're talking um, Taylor. Um, she she's, um, doesn't like animals. She's passionate about animal rescue, passionate. So you will succeed if you, if you live in the world and if you market and you build niches and you solve problems within your passion. So if it's equestrian, if it's uh, veterans, if it's uh, urban historical properties, on and on and on. Find out what you really, if you're not gearheads. passionate about it. Yeah, gearheads. And believe it or not, dogs, uh, Labradors specifically. I did a thing, if you read my bio, I'm a member of the National Hosta Association, of which maybe... 20 of you know generally what that's even about. But, um, but if, somebody, if somebody can relate and, and understand that you're a, like horticulturalist, see, I, like I already know somebody that gets it. We're on the same page, right? Like, and, that, and that's what you want to be. You want to be passionate about it. You want to have, just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only thing that's going to keep you up till 2 a.m. working on it. Mm -hmm. You'll, you're not going to follow through if you're not passionate about what you're doing. So start with what you're passionate about. Then I think your question is more from a technical innovation standpoint on uh, web development or social media. Then you start to educate. You become the expert in it. You start to uh, communicate through all channels or the channels that these folks are hanging out on. Yeah. So if, if, if I were to ask you, uh, after what you just said in terms of finding something you're passionate about, you know, making the brand and, and image and everything about that, um, what would be the one skill that I would need to develop? Or what would be the one skill that I would need to master in order to market to something I'm passionate about? The skill, um, the skill of um, self-examination and understanding and admitting you have weaknesses. Mm -hmm. If you don't know it, there's this really, really cool website. Um, if you write this down, it's YouTube. And it will tell you, .com, YouTube.com. It's all run together. Um, if you go there. It will actually have, so, so how to, um, 
any question you ask, how to run up a hill. It's literally, I've actually done this before, how to run up a hill on YouTube, and there's multiple videos on how to run up a hill. The question is though, you, you, how to dominate Instagram, or LinkedIn, or uh, tactics and techniques with this or that. YouTube is gonna have answers. Make sure you validate the source though, because it could be some, you know, someone that's not valid as far yeah. as their education, and they're just trying to monetize and make you know, money yeah. from ads. But, um, so basically I'm saying, my answer is, Educate yourself. If you're passionate about a topic, get more into it. Figure out what channels. Master those channels if you're weak at them. If you're strong, also self, like be, be confident in what you are. I had somebody the other day said that they needed to work on leadership. I asked them why. And then they, they, I asked them enough questions. They started to realize, like, well, wait a minute. I am a mother of four, and I've raised up four you know, young men. Mm -hmm. It's like you are a leader, right? So figure out what your strengths are, and, and don't be humble. Like understand where God gave you some strengths. Use them. And, and unfortunately, you got some weaknesses you can work on. So that's number one is work on those weaknesses. Okay. And Jeff, I do want to appreciate. I do appreciate you um, sending me all these questions beforehand, so I was like always, ready to go. Always. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's kidding. I did that on purpose. I have no idea what he's coming at me with. So I was actually enjoy the ride, folks. I was going to tell you something else. So we're going to cover the uh, 22 steps in a marketing plan that's in a moment, great. and we're going to do this together. Thank you, TK. We're gonna do this together, so I'll, I'll, right, we'll cool. do every other, all right? All right, cool. But we'll get to that in a second. Beautiful. So that's coming up, 22 steps in, we talked about building a marketing plan. We're gonna to share together the 22 steps in our marketing plan. It's the same steps in, in our plan. So um, fast forward to today. Yes. When you think about your two or three best sources of online or social media lead generation, what comes to mind? Honestly, it, we, we just kept leaning into the hyperlocal niche websites. Um, our hyperlocal niche websites. Correct. Explain yep. what that is. Uh, well, again, that's like the uh, we have a website called My Cleveland Condo. What is it called? MyClevelandCondo.com. MyClevelandCondo.com. Yeah, that, that's uh, and then we birthed MyCincinnatiCondo.com and MyCincinnatiCondo.com. MyColumbusCondo.com, etc. We've got Avon Lake Living, uh, North Ridgeville Living, just. Um, just the sites to like sort of itemize. It, it basically so you're it active competes on against sites. Zillow, to yep. be honest. I mean, so, so you're you're active on these sites, so they show up in SEO. Yep. Right. So that would be the number one question because I pe think people hear all the time, oh, I, I know how to build a neighborhood site, or I know oh. you need to have a landing page and yep. this. But how do you get it to show up on the first or second page of Google? True. Because you can have the sexiest website in the world if it doesn't have good SEO, it's not showing up on the first page. Correct. Yep. And there's two ways. There's organic search uh, results, and there's also obviously PPC or paid per, pay per click. And so I think a lot of people think, um, actually, one of our, I guess, one of my proudest things that, I, that I, I'm able to do it through organic. Uh, I really like to be frugal and cheap, and so for the folks with not a huge budget, um, we pay zero, for example, my Cleveland condo. We come up third um, with zero keywords paid for, third organically, so. Why? why um, now it takes, it takes some work, it takes some understanding, and again, you can go on YouTube and say. Uh, what is the work in understanding? So having an active blog, for instance. Like understanding what are, what are the algorithms, the understanding, um, you know, at one point keyword stuffing was good, now keyword stuffing is bad. It'll push you up, it'll push you down. We call it Google juice. You're trying to get Google juice. You're trying to show up first. Mm -hmm. You're gonna ruin my next breakout. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you but, can dig in deeper on that. But there's, there's, okay, I'm gonna, I'll throw this. Um, so you've got like keyword spy, for example. You can actually spy on, on all the other websites, figure out what keywords are working for them, and then implement those. And when I say implement, um, it'll tell you where the, for example, in YouTube, the best place to put your meta tag is actually not where YouTube is asking you to put a meta tag. It's, it's actually what you name it, the title of it, you wanna say the, it over and over again. So let's say I was saying downtown Cleveland condos. I would wanna actually say that in the video because it's listening to what you're saying and seeing if it's relevant. Mm -hmm. um, but where it says to what you want to put, they put very, very little credibility or credence to that. And that's 2021 algorithms rules. That'll change next year. Uh, they're saying 600 algorithm changes were made to YouTube alone in just 2020. Wow. So, so, you, so you're how, not, do you, how do you learn the algorithms? YouTube? Right. Yeah, find, you, you find. Too, a little bit, but just paying attention to it. You, it's, um, I think the most important thing is to understand that it exists and that you're actually trying to do that. Don't just upload image 1237JPEG, right? Mm -hmm. Change that name to top realtor in whatever city, mm -hmm. right? Um, because why did I say top realtor? Because that's what people are Googling. Figure out what they're searching. You know, top realtor that specializes in equestrian properties in Louisville, mm -hmm. right? Or Louisville, sorry, mm -hmm. for my Kentucky folk. Yeah, it's Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. 
The eye is silent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just being aware of that. Now that's kind of like next, you know, that kind of gets in deeper and deeper. So wherever you are in the journey, in my opinion, you have to, you can't not go into this realm. Mm -hmm. Not if you want to stay in real estate for the next 10 to 15 years, because all of the millennials are going to come in and eat your lunch straight up. So you're saying mastering, not just marketing, but mastering the, the game of online media, essentially, right? Would you yep. consider Google, you know, search, mastering the yep. game of search, online media, social media is important for the next wave of whatever Absolutely. is going to happen in our industry. And the reason you guys will beat Zillow is because, and I, sh well, now they're a brokerage, beat Zillow type companies, not Zillow specifically. <laughs> But the reason you guys will beat is because you guys are feet on the street. You guys actually know what your clients are asking for, so you'll be able to kind of game the system. You'll be able to put in the long tails that they're actually looking for. Yep. Whereas, um, and your brand and your marketing and your, 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 the pain that's being solved by the marketing that you're producing through these websites or questions you're answering, um, Zillow doesn't really know them, and they believe it or not, even with their billions and billions of dollars, they can't be in every neighborhood all at once. They can't be in... Um, Where's Gino from? Petoskey. Petoskey. Mm -hmm. Petoskey. And they can't be at Catawba Island or on Rattlesnake at the same time. Mm -hmm. Nobody at Zillow knows that Rattlesnake is a private island with 18 homes mm -hmm. and who the um, HOA mm -hmm. head is, right? Sure. But you do because you're a local expert. That's where you're going to beat Zillow because mm -hmm. that's what consumers want. They want the real answer. Um, I always point out, like, you don't go to um, – some people might go to cars.com, but you re you're really looking for is, like, Rikert Ford, because you know that's the local to Columbus, Ohio, if you live in Columbus, Ohio. So you're going to actually skip past cars.com, or let's say you want a pizza and you want uh, Antonio's up the street. Well, you're going to skip over pizza.com or, you know, these other large lead ones. They're all wanna... lead capture sites. Yeah. Exactly. And so what people are being um, trained, I think, and, and people understand that they can skip past those ads. Do you know why we know this? Because Google went from two paid ads, now they're at like five. So you gotta scroll farther to get to what they call Google's golden triangle. I'm totally, you're gonna have to give me a new breakout That's later. Right. But yeah, no. But it's, I, I love this stuff, as you can tell. So, yeah. it, and it's important. It's important that you're aware of it. It's important that you at least try to work towards that end and, and just take some of the basic rules. You're not gonna get all 600 rules of algorithm for YouTube, but you can start to implement. All you have to do, you don't have to be, you don't have to um, outrun the bear you have to outrun the guy next to you, okay? Mm -hmm. Remember, you guys are here, you're learning, and you're growing much quicker than the other 1.5 million realtors that are out there right now. They don't know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. They're at home, self-limiting beliefs, all that good stuff. Yep. Let them do it. Yep. We're all here doing this. That's right. Yep. So. That's right. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for applauding. So uh, one, of the things that, <laughs> one of the things that you said is, you know, you're pretty frugal. Right? Mm -hmm. Oh, very. Uh, can, can I'm from share, Cleveland. Can you share the vehicle you drive? What do you drive? A leased car. No, no, Black. no. What's the, what's the van? Oh, the yes, Chevy. Yeah, yeah, I love my van. See, I don't like my realtor car. I got a uh, 2004 Chevy Astro minivan. 2004 Chevy Astro <laughs> minivan. What are you laughing at? What color is it? What color is it? Uh, it's red and gray. Scarlet <laughs> and gray. <laughs> Scarlet and gray, he says. To be Scarlet, exact. sorry. And so, well, I got it from my dad, and he's, right. he's the Buckeye. So, so why, why do you hang on to that thing? Oh, landlord. It's my landlord van. So, landlord Greg drives landlord the landlord van. So, if you what go, do you mean by landlord Greg drives a landlord van? So, uh, through social media, I actually um, what I and, and this is part of my journey of education. I, I had no idea what was going on, but I just kind of did this. Um, oh, I had a specific idea in mind when it came to landlord Greg. Um, because it's not just a matter of getting your content out there, but understanding what and why you're putting it out there. And, you know, I've, it's a nice suit and I drive a realtor car, but my true brand and identity and who I really am is like four days ago, I had a shop back and I was sweeping out a basement and I was happy doing it, one of my rental properties. And I jumped in my Astro van and I turn on my, um, you know, Aerosmith or whatever and I drive back to my house. I mean, that's who I really am. So. Mm -hmm. What social media allows you to do and what people really want is they want authenticity. They want to know who you really are. So if you go to my Instagram account, Greg Erlanger, look at that. I just got like 500 more followers. Anyway. <laughs> um, you can find hashtag grant, uh, Landlord Greg. And the point is, is there is a story that was created. And the reason I knew it was working is people all like uh, Gino, who I'd never met before. The first time I met him, he's like, are you Landlord Greg? And people kept throwing it back. My admin actually got me a cake for my birthday with the van on it. Like, like it's a, it was the greatest cake I ever had.
like it had the Astro minivan on my cake for my birthday. <laughs> I remember birthday. seeing that. Anyway, so, and he remembers seeing it. Do you see my point? Like, that's interesting. That's fun. That's memorable. Yeah. When we say, look, we just won another, like an award or something, no one cares. Literally, my dad does. My mom and dad always like, like, you can figure out who they are real fast. But because they're the only two likes we got when we won something yeah. or whatever. But, and he knows this pain, right? Mm. He's like, come on, Same. guys, look what I did. No one yep. cares. But, but... If you break horsehair plaster, I don't know if you guys know this, but if you break it, there's actually horsehair in horsehair plaster, 1920s construction, it's pretty cool. So I did that, and I mean, I got like a ton of engagement, and that's what you're looking for is engagement. You're looking for top of mind. You're looking for people to feel like they know you, even though you, you might not even know them, but they know you, because you're allowing them to engage, understand you, like you, likability, and then, um, you know, and the information I'm giving is something that they want to work with, and like, hey, let's make this guy a realtor. Let's, yep. let's work with this. Let's join his team. He seems real, yep. like, especially in the Midwest. I mean, especially yep. in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I'm Detroit, similar, mm -hmm. just a little lesser. Um, Come on. I'm just kidding. Go, go Browns. Come on. Anyway. Listen, you guys have... We have Baker. Lake Erie. We have Baker. Worst part of Lake Erie. We have Baker. Okay, we've got every great Lake Erie. Future Pro Hall of Famer. All right. All right. Greg, let's get into the 22 steps in an agent's marketing plan. Okay, cool. You ready? Yes, sir. So I'll start us off, and we'll go every other on each one of these. So we put together a list of what we believe should be in every agent's marketing plan. So you heard me mention earlier, this, every agent should have a marketing plan. And I gave some ideas and, and some tidbits there, but we're actually gonna give you the 22 steps in an agent's marketing plan. And we believe, for the most part, these are actually in chronological order as well. Now, that doesn't mean that they're, they're, you're gonna be able to accomplish these all in one day, one month, or even one year, but this is the order in which your marketing plan should be designed. So we took a look, we did a deep dive into my business at JGA here in Michigan. We did a deep dive into their business uh, in Cleveland and, and essentially all over the state of Ohio now, and we put together a list of everything that's necessary in a real estate agent's marketing plan. All right, so we'll cover that with you guys now. It's 22 steps. Ready? By step. the way, that's incredible. Like, if you guys just take a moment, number one in Michigan, number one in Ohio, smashing there. And then what's incredible about it is we're not the same. We're like, we've succeeded for two generally different reasons. Same concept, same energy, same effort. Sure. But for different reasons. So to, to put it all together is an unfair advantage for you guys and, and against all the other 1.5 that aren't here. Yep, awesome. Well, let's do it. All right, step one, ready? And some of these you've heard, again, I've already sprinkled some of this out there, but um, I wanna make sure we put this in chronological order for you. So that way, when you walk out of here today or when you get on a plane or drive to wherever you're driving after the event's over on you know, four o'clock on Wednesday, you'll be able to look at these 22 items and say, okay, I need to start here, I need to do that. Ah, I haven't done that yet, I need to add this. Ready, here we go. Step one, developing your why, comma, mission, and unique value proposition. Every single real estate agent or real estate business owner should have these 22 steps in their marketing plan. So when we say put together a marketing plan, these are what we're referring to. Step one, developing your why, comma, mission, and unique value proposition. And I'm just gonna do a side note on there. Your value proposition could be your value proposition to consumers, meaning your buyers and sellers, and it could also mean your value proposition to real estate agents if you are a broker, owner, leader, trainer, recruiter, whatever. So your unique value proposition to buyers and sellers and then your value proposition to agents if you're also a leader in the industry. Go ahead, take the next one. Step Chronologically, two. it just makes sense that number two is you start to create your brand identity, uh, comma, logo, comma, slogan, trademark, and patents. So understanding who you are helps you identify what your brand identity should look like, what's your logo, your slogan, everything. If you're high energy, you're gonna say, we're gonna do it fast. Or if you're fun, you're like, we're gonna have a good time. Let's enjoy the art of real estate. You know, if you're, you really start to develop your brand identity, logo, slogan, trademark, patents. Got it. All right, step three. Your brand marketing plan, which includes a SWOT analysis. Step three is your brand marketing plan, which includes a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. Strength, weakness, opportunity, threat. What are the strengths of your brand? 
What is the weakness of your brand? What is the opportunity for your brand? And what is the threat to your brand? Brand marketing plan, including your SWOT, S-W-O-T, strength, weakness, opportunity, and threat. And, I, and on this particular point, I'll point out, because I know we have a lot of agents here that are part of large, successful teams. I'm talking about your brand within that brand. Mm -hmm. All right, we had um, the VP of marketing for Ritz-Carlton on our stage in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And what I love about what he did is he talked about the power of two brands. You know, he talked about how Sephora is inside Nordstrom for a reason, right? Yep. Lanscombe is inside here, right? There's different brands. They're partnering their brands together mm -hmm. to get them even more exposure which I love that. So what is your brand, your marketing plan for your brand specifically, which includes your SWAT, your strength, your weakness, your opportunity, your threat of, to your brand? Go ahead. All right, number four, identifying audience targeting. So number four, identifying audience targeting. Where's your highest return on investment? Where, where you're targeting an audience, who, where are you gonna have your highest capture rate? Right? So when I started in real estate, I didn't have gray hairs, a lot younger. And so I hit the condo market. It was young first time home buyers. I killed it. Um, you know, I, I used that to my advantage. So, but really taking the time, and we'll have a whole class on this how do you identify where your highest ROI is going to be? Who should be targeting, and how do you target them? Yep, love that. And we talked a little bit about that today with 35 to 54, but there's, we can get a lot deeper with that. Next, I wrote down, I believe this is step five, your lead generation marketing plan. Your lead generation marketing plan. How are you going to specifically market to generate leads? What ads are you going to run on Facebook to generate leads? What is your marketing plan as it relates to generating a lead, buyer or seller? Go ahead, the next one. This next one is marketing tools and third-party resources. So marketing tools and third-party resources. So you have an idea, you have a vision, you want to implement it, you're going to need to have all the different tools to create and craft what you're trying to do. And we're going to take out, um, you know, if you just grab, like, movie editing, there's 20 to, I mean, immediately you can find 20 to 30 different choices. Like, do you go with Final Cut Pro or iMovie or... You know, we're going to kind of cut out the guesswork for you. We'll give you options, and you'll be able to get to it a lot quicker by getting So what are some touch. examples of some third-party resources that you guys use when it comes to marketing? Um, so, you know, it, it all changes with your economics. You know, you can start yeah. out with a GoPro, and you can end up with a Sony mirrorless camera, right? <laughs> and so, you know, you find out what works for you. The key is to get started. The key is, you know, you might with yeah. a, be with an iPhone sure. and work on a gimbal. Was the gizmo better than the, right? Yep. So we're gonna kind of help you through that. Yep. Um, you know, like there's WeVideo, which will do online editing, which that works for, say you have a VA and you wanna work together. Um, it's a cloud-based movie editing system so you can leverage somebody. That'd be great if you have a VA. If you don't have a VA, we're probably talking, hey, let's go get an, a Mac and do iMovie. Why? Because it's free. Great economics there. But if you have a little bit more money and a little bit more skill set, let's start talking about uh, Final Cut Pro. Okay, so those are, there's just a lot of conversation that can and go around. And third-party resources can also be like website companies, you know. We, yep. didn't, we, we have a brand co website, which you know they're we here. We do too, yep. And um, before that, we had a much cheaper website, right? Mm -hmm. There's third-party companies out there that are much, are, are very affordable, depending on where you're at in your business, that will also support you in your marketing. Agents talk constantly about Fiverr. Right? right? You don't necessarily have a marketing person on staff or a graphic design person on staff. Agents use that all the time for stuff relating to online marketing. And the, and the key is, let's, let's, share, let, let's talk about which one of the Fiverr um, folks is good, because there's good ones and bad ones. You know, th this is independent contractors all doing logos, for example. Well, some of them are really good, and some of them, it's not going to work out well for you. And how do you figure that out? Step number seven in an agent's marketing plan today Website landing pages. Website landing pages. It's our belief that, as you just heard, I mean, uh, how, many, how many website landing pages do you have? Well, we have 22 websites as far as the landing page. It's infinite. I mean, the more pages, actually, part of the algorithm. Sorry, I'm going to geek out for a second. But, like, Google actually counts the number of pages on your website, right? So if you just have the meet the team and this, 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 and you, that's like five pages. Mm -hmm. Google's like... You're not really a website, right? Mm -hmm. But if you can 
make a different page or a different landing page, the more it does page count. That's part of its algorithm. So there's just little tricks like that, but I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, no, we have That's 22 good. websites. The more the more um, fishing nets that you throw out in the ocean, the more fish you're going to catch. So yep. it's you know, and and I loved what um, the one speaker uh, on the panelist uh, today said. You know, they had one additional contact to their database for 365 days. It's kind of the same with this. Yeah, you, that was you, Tommy Choi. You could do a website. How do you think I got 22 websites? I didn't just spend a weekend making 22 you know websites. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's a uh, got it. It's a process. Step eight, let's hear it. Seller and buyer value proposition and promos. So both a seller value proposition, a buyer proposition, and the promotions. Step nine. Okay. You guys want a break soon, don't you? You want us to keep going? We can keep going. Seller and buyer value propositions and promotions. Seller and buyer value propositions and promotions. Seller value proposition, buyer value proposition. What is, your, what is the reason they're hiring you? And how then do you get the word out about it? It's a huge part of the marketing plan. Step nine, new construction and development marketing. New construction and development marketing. Somewhere along the lines, you're gonna either get a call or you're gonna make a call yourself or run into somebody in the grocery store who says, hey, we're putting up this development, we're looking for a realtor. I'd love to be your realtor. All right, great, now what? What do you present to them? Do you know what to present to them? Do you know what they're looking for? You have to have new construction and development marketing as part of your marketing plan. You're going to have opportunities to represent builders, whether it's this year, next year, they always show up, especially if you're looking for them. So what is your new construction and development marketing plan? Step 10, correct? Database and marketing formula. So number 10, database and marketing formula. We're gonna cover a little bit of that uh, when I interview Taylor, so okay. we don't necessarily need to go into good detail on that, but essentially a formula to market to your database, right? Mm -hmm. Number 11, leveraging vendor marketing. Leveraging vendor Marketing. These are the 22 steps in what we believe an agent should have in their business plan today. Leveraging vendor marketing. We all do business with great businesses, right? You've heard me say the people that are out there in the hall are all people that we endorse because either A, we've done business with them in the past successfully, or B, are doing business with them currently. Well, they all have networks. They all have people that they talk to. They all have social media channels. How often are you cross-promoting? How often are you asking them to promote you? Leveraging your vendor marketing, the marketing they're already doing. All right, was it 12? Online lead sources. It's the, probably the number one question uh, from a coaching standpoint that people ask. Like, what, what are some good online lead sources? The great thing about being a part of a coaching company or being here is we've pulled all the information from around the country. Some lead sources are fantastic. Some are dead ends. Some are expensive. Some are unbelievably inexpensive. We'll go through that. Next, I wrote down number 13. As part of 22 steps in a marketing plan, agent to agent referrals. Agent to agent referrals. Because in order to get more agent-to-agent -agent referrals, you have to have some sort of marketing plan to get them, right? I mean, a simple one can be just join a bunch of Facebook groups, and every time somebody posts about needing a real estate agent in their market, instead of commenting and sliding into their DMs and all of that, hold down Control and C and take your mouse and highlight their name, open up a new tab called Google.com, hit Control-V for paste, Type the word real estate afterwards, hit search, and you're gonna pull up their contact information instantly. So while everyone else is you know, trying to, to get them to open their message, which because if you're not friends with them, they're not gonna see your message on Facebook or Instagram, it's gonna go in their filtered messages. While you're trying to reach them on Facebook, I'm on the other line on the phone with them because I have found their contact information online instantly. Well, how do we do that? Well, we're gonna talk about agent to agent referrals and how to market for agent to agent referrals. Next. And 14, I think, online referral sites and past client reviews. Online referral sites and past client reviews.
So we're talking, you know, the home lights of the world, the search portals. Gino talked about search portals and how they get a bit, ton of business up here from those. How, how to, you have to have a plan to master those referral sites. Correct, right? yep. And uh, past client reviews. Client reviews is it's just the way, it's the name of the game now. So you need to take time out of your business, focus on client reviews. And I know Jeff, Jeff has got a fantastic system behind that we'll, that we'll go over. Yep, That's, we, we talk about it constantly in the Glover U Inner Circle, so you can find that in there. I wrote down next in the 22 steps in an agent's marketing plan today, institutional versus promotional. Just write it down as I say it and I'll explain. Institutional versus promotional and direct versus indirect. Institutional versus promotional and direct versus indirect. So you've already heard me explain what I mean by direct and indirect marketing. So I don't need to explain that one. We talked about that this morning. But what do I mean by institutional and promotional? Essentially having a plan to promote your institution meaning promoting your team, promoting your company, promoting yourself, promoting your office, promoting your business, and then also having a plan to promote your product. Promotional advertising, promotional marketing is promoting the product. Institutional advertising promotes the brand. What we have found in our business is that in many cases, we are putting ourselves in situations where we're double-ending a lot of listings not because of our promotional marketing of the listing, but because of our institutional advertising of our brand. Institutional versus promotional and direct versus indirect. Gregson. Uh, one of my favorites, content creation and marketing message. So content creation and marketing message. So I love content creation. For all the high eyes out there, you wanna do something that makes people like you, this is your opportunity. So let's get some fun stuff out there, let's get engagement. Let's have fun with it. Yeah. Content creation and marketing message. Putting the, putting the social media calendar together, all of that stuff falls under that. Yeah. The question to answer it is, well, what do we put out there? What do I do? Right? That, we're going to go over all of that. Awesome. Next, we wrote down, as part of your 22 steps in a marketing plan, the best video techniques and copywriting. You have to figure out how to have strong video techniques, meaning for those of you that were at half-day sessions, you may remember one of my bullet points was become a videographer. And I always followed that up with, now I don't mean buying fancy lights and cameras and all this stuff, just understanding how to use video on your phone, just understanding how to use video on social media. Video techniques and copywriting. It has to be part of your, your marketing plan. All right, and Jeff is gonna talk about the next one, which is radio billboard, television, and OTT advertising. Radio, TV, radio, billboard, television, and OTT. So obviously, radio, billboard, and television is mass marketing, all right? You may not be in a position to do this right this moment, but by the way, I wasn't in a position to do all of it at one time. In fact, my first investment, I think, was $2,200 a month on one you know, radio station that it just so happened was like one of the least listen to talk formats ever. I mean, that, you have to start somewhere. Yep. Um, and that led into the, the radio station bonusing me spots on another one of their stations because they were smart. They figured we bonus him spots, he gets results, he's gonna buy it. And um, you know, so mass advertising. You, you can start small with mass advertising. OTT, that stands for over the top. Over the top advertising, that's new as in the last few years. That's Hulu, that's, you know, um, uh, I guess YouTube TV, the, the nine to 15 or $20 a month subscription TV. That's called over the top. What's nice about over the top advertising is you can segment the advertising. You know, when you advertise on say, you know, NBC, ABC, Fox, whatever, uh, you can't target the audience. It's just, it runs, that's it. Where over the top, you can actually punch in zip codes, income levels, and so forth. That's over the top advertising. Next in the 22-step marketing plan. Print, direct mail, and farming. So print, direct mail, and farming. All still effective today, aren't they? They are, yeah. No, it's, um, I used an example, but I think I offended people. Um, but yeah, like white cabinets in the kitchen, right? They were completely and totally out, and now they're back in. They were in, and then they were out, and they were in. If you've been in real estate 
17 years, you saw it. I don't know when it happened, but all of a sudden, everybody wants white cabinets. Like, why? My wife's like, we're going to, no, we're not. <laughs> they're, they're dark, and we like them. So, but yeah, so what's old is new again. So like yeah. print, go where, no, so print, there is absolutely a place for uh, farming neighborhoods with print, direct mail, all that good stuff. It's an absolutely very valuable technique. I see Terry nodding her head big time. She actually yeah. made sure that I said her name once while I was up here. <laughs> so I did it, check. There you go, he's got it, he checked Now you're supposed to say, yeah, say slinky when you're on stage, find a way to say it. My word was Terry, <laughs> so I did it. All right, 22 steps, next. Recruiting, marketing, and building a brand within a brand. Recruiting, marketing, and building a brand within a brand. Recruiting, marketing, and building a brand within a, within a brand. At some point in time, your business is going to get so big to where you have to hire an assistant. Right? It makes sense. Maybe you're, you're, the team you're on has, has showing agents. And so you, you, know, you might be responsible for hiring those showing agents. Well, how do you get them to inquire? You have to have a marketing plan for creating leads for real estate agents that want to be working with you and what you do, if that's your goal. A lot of successful salespeople in the audience have no goal in being a manager or a babysitter, and they just want to make good money and live a good life. Mm -hmm. Well, then you would just leave that one out. But building a brand within a brand is how can you incorporate your brand and the power of your your, your name and your belief and what you stand for along with the brand that you're affiliated with. Because, I mean, case in point, the power of two right here. I mean, you guys did it. Easy sales team, right? Yep. Erlinger, Zinicola, right? Mm -hmm. That's a brand within a brand right there. And, of course, your agents are now building their brands within Within that. the brand. And that's, that's super important. It goes to, you know, why is Starbucks inside Target? Well, Target said this will help us, right? And, and so Starbucks was happy. Target was happy. And if, if you're an agent on a team, your, your, your value comes from the team's brand. You yourself have value. And the team leaders, I want you to hear this, build their brand and the team leaders, that helps you. It's just like Target having Starbucks or Starbucks having Target yep. um, is a win-win proposition there. So we'll talk about that. Absolutely. Step number 21 in a marketing plan. Step number 21 in a marketing plan. Uh, which is social media marketing, Facebook groups, Instagram, etc. So we'll say social media marketing and write down all your favorites because we're going to talk about all of them. Step 21 is social media marketing. We've beat that one up pretty good today. And then finally, number 22. Number 22 in steps in a marketing plan. Drip campaigns, comma, email, comma, text, like SMS texting, drip campaigns, email, text, and CRMs. Drip campaigns, emails, text, and CRMs. In other words, you should be utilizing those tools as it relates to your marketing plan. And by the way, we saved that one for last. That was drip campaigns, not like the swag drip, like drip campaigns, okay? Thanks, Devante. Email, text, and CRM. So a couple reasons why we wanted to share this with you. Number one, there's a certain percentage of you that are going to take these 22 and make it part of your plan for the rest of the year or part of your plan for next year. We also know there's a certain percentage of you that are going to take these 22 and you're going to implement a few of them over a course of a few years at a time. We don't necessarily recommend you do it all at one time. And there's going to be several of you in the audience that probably end up saying, all right, how can you help me with these 22? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Number one, you don't need our help. You can figure it out on your own. You can use Google, YouTube. Like he said, there's an instructional video for everything out there. But if you want our help, we're happy to announce that for the first time ever, we now have a marketing mastery program. And this is who's running. Thank you, David. Okay. Oh, look at that. Standing. Thank you, David. Bonus points. <laughs> so... Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the program so then we can take a break? All right. Oh, wow. You set me up. That's his way of shortening it. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, like, let's talk about marketing. <laughs> no, I'm super excited about it. I always felt like there's uh, a void in the marketplace. I've been in real estate 17 years. I've gone to lots of different events, um, both brokerage as well as just national events. And marketing is such an awesome opportunity for you guys, especially a lot of the folks that really are marketing based. And this is the opportunity to, to lean into that. So, 
um, you know, cold calling and prospecting based uh, companies and ideas are out there and they're fantastic and you need to own that and live that, but there's this awesome opportunity that Glover U is now filling, which is, which is marketing mastery. Marketing mastery is gonna go through everything from designing what it is that you, your mission and what you wanna do from your unique value proposition and all the way through to the depths of uh, uh, organic search solutions to save you money long term. Um, I think Jeff Basically everything in those 22 points. Yep. We were sharing, by the way, we believe that those are the 22 steps in a marketing plan because those are the steps in our marketing plan. Mm -hmm. So what we've done is we've taken those 22 and we condensed them down to 16 sessions, right? Yep. So it's four months, 45 minute Zoom sessions with Q&A at the end of each one of those. All right, the program is starting, what, mid-August, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, somewhere around the 15th, 16th. Um, we're gonna limit it to a certain amount of people. We haven't determined that number yet. It's probably gonna be somewhere around 50, because why? We like to have interaction. You know, For those of you that have been in our group programs, we like to keep the groups between 25 and 50 people, so that way you can ask questions and you can interact. Nobody wants to just sit on a webinar, especially today, now that we're able to get out and about. So it's gonna start sometime in mid-August. It's 16 weeks, we're covering all 22 of those topics. Now, of course, the question is, well, what is this gonna cost me? No different than any, of our, any one of our other mastery programs, which, as, as you know, during COVID, we lowered the prices for COVID, and we never raised them again. So we're gonna keep them where they're at for now, right? Um, thank you, yep. <laughs> nice. So it's $3.99 a month to work with Greg once a week for 45 minutes in a group setting covering those 22 topics for just four months. So what does that work out to, like 1,600 bucks? Sure. Over four months? Yeah. 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 Did, did, who, are there any entrepreneurs out in the audience? Like, do you have more than one business, right? Did, does your spouse have another, like a, a, a business? This course is actually gonna be applicable, that's what I love about it, it's applicable to all businesses. It really is. I mean, if you're running a small business, and you all are, because you're a realtor, but if, if you're family, if you have other businesses, this is gonna to apply to all of that. It really is, it's so a here, huge value. So here's my recommendation, because we're not sure whether we're capping it at 25 or 50. We like to keep it you know, in that zone. My recommendation is if you're at all considering it, stop by the booth, ask questions, get signed up if you wanna guarantee that you have a spot in that. Again, it's gonna start mid-August. And while you're there, if you're thinking, well, I'm not really ready for marketing mastery yet, but what are some of your other programs? I'm not gonna share them, you know, go into details on them, but here they are in a nutshell. A lot of people sign up for prospecting boot camp. A lot of people sign up for listing mastery, buyer mastery, listing mastery, prospecting boot camp, buyer mastery, operations mastery, and empire building from salesperson to CEO. So maybe you're thinking, well, marketing mastery isn't really for me right now. I need to learn how to prospect first. All right, then join prospecting bootcamp. You have listing mastery, prospecting bootcamp, buyer mastery, operations mastery, and then empire building from salesperson to CEO. So if they want to sign up for the program, where do they go? They go to you, Jeff. They, they go to the booth. Personal cell phone number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They go to the booth, because we're about to take a break. So first it. things and first, be there. before I do the quick break announcement, because I do have one thing to share, so don't take a break yet. Let's first of all hear it for Greg Erlinger and their business and that stuff. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time to join Jeff and Greg today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.